preface to narrative of the operations and recent discoveries in egypt and nubia this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by david wales narrative of the operations and recent discoveries in egypt and nubia by giovanni belzoni preface as i made my discoveries alone i have been anxious to write my book by myself though in so doing the reader will consider me and with great propriety guilty of temerity but the public will perhaps gain in the fidelity of my narrative what it loses in elegance i am not an englishman but i prefer that my readers should receive from myself as well as i am able to describe them an account of my proceedings in egypt in nubia on the coast of the red sea and in the oasis rather than run the risk of having my meaning misrepresented by another if i am intelligible it is all that i can expect i shall state nothing but the plain matters of fact as they occurred to me in these countries in eighteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen and nineteen a description of the means i took in making my researches the difficulties i had to encounter and how i overcame them will give a tolerably correct idea of the manners and customs of the people i had to deal with perhaps i have spoken too much of the obstacles thrown in my way by the jealousy and intriguing spirit of my adversaries without considering that the public will care little about my private quarrels which to me of course appeared of the greatest consequence on the spot in these countries but i hope that a little indulgence may be allowed to my mortified feelings particularly when i reflect that it was through them that i was compelled to leave egypt before i had completed my plans i must apologize also for the few humble observations i have ventured to give on some historical points but i had become so familiar with the sight of temples tombs and pyramids that i could not help forming some speculation on their origin and construction the scholar and learned traveller will smile at my presumption but do they always agree themselves in their opinions on matters of this sort or even on those of much less difficulty much has been written on egypt and nubia by the travellers of the last century by denon and the french scavens whose general account of these countries has scarcely left anything unnoticed and by mr hamilton to the accuracy of the latter of whom i can bear the most ample testimony but what can i say of the late sheikh burckhardt who was so well acquainted with the language and manners of these people that none of them suspected him to be a european his account of the tribes in these countries is so minutely correct that little or nothing remains for observation in modern egypt and nubia i have however one more remark to make on myself which i am afraid the reader will think very vain it is this that no traveller had ever such opportunities of studying the customs of the natives as were afforded to me for none had ever to deal with them in so peculiar a manner my constant occupation was searching after antiquities and this led me in the various transactions i had with them to observe the real character of the turks arabs nubians bedouins and abadi tribes thus i was very differently circumstanced from a common traveller who goes merely to make his remarks on the country and its antiquities instead of having to persuade these ignorant and superstitious people to undertake a hard task in labours with which they were previously totally unacquainted my native place is the city of padua 
i am of a roman family which had resided there for many years the state and troubles of italy in eighteen hundred which are too well known to require any comment from me compelled me to leave it and from that time i have visited different parts of europe and suffered many vicissitudes the greater part of my younger days i passed in rome the former abode of my ancestors where i was preparing myself to become a monk but the sudden entry of the french army into that city altered the course of my education and being destined to travel i have been a wanderer ever since my family supplied me occasionally with remittances but as they were not rich i did not choose to be a burden to them and contrived to live on my own industry and the little knowledge i had acquired in various branches i turned my chief attention to hydraulics a science that i had learned in rome which i found much to my advantage and which was ultimately the very cause of my going to egypt for i had good information that a hydraulic machine would be of great service in that country to irrigate the fields which want water only to make them produce at any time of the year but i am rather anticipating in eighteen o three i arrived in england soon after which i married and after residing in it nine years i formed the resolution of going to the south of europe taking mrs belzoni with me i visited portugal spain and malta from which latter place we embarked for egypt where we remained from eighteen fifteen to eighteen nineteen here i had the good fortune to be the discoverer of many remains of antiquity of that primitive nation i succeeded in opening one of the two famous pyramids of giza as well as several of the tombs of the kings at thebes among the latter that which has been pronounced by one of the most distinguished scholars of the age to be the tomb of Samethis is at this moment the principal the most perfect and splendid monument in that country the celebrated bust of young memnon which i brought from thebes is now in the british museum and the alabaster sarcophagus found in the tombs of the kings is on its way to england near the second cataract of the nile i opened the temple of isambul then made a journey to the coast of the red sea to the city of berenice and afterwards an excursion in the western eloa or oasis i now embarked for europe and after an absence of twenty years returned to my native land and to the bosom of my family from whence i proceeded to england on my arrival in europe i found so many erroneous accounts had been given to the public of my operations and discoveries in egypt that it appeared to be my duty to publish a plain statement of facts and should any one call its correctness in question i hope they will do it openly that i may be able to prove the truth of my assertions End of preface.